cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to an episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields. With me, as always, is Kellen Finney. This week, we got a very special guest, Jeremy Johnson, business development for Dispense. Jeremy, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm doing real well. Are cannabis companies currently doing e-com for cannabis sales? And then let's kind of take it from there. Yeah. Uh, I, I still think e-commerce is really underrated and underutilized in, in cannabis. But e-commerce is a huge part of it for the people that are doing it. And you know, there's this interesting pattern that I've noticed where depending on where you were in the legalization pipeline when COVID hit, that kind of influences how big your state or region is on e-commerce. Um, what, what do you mean by that? Yeah. So again, Michigan was right there. November 2019 was when the first rec store started to open in Michigan. And right around the corner was COVID. So if you wanted to survive in Michigan, you had to sell online. Illinois, similar timeline, a little bit earlier though. Massachusetts, very similar timeline. And then everything after that, um, states like New Jersey, those ones had this like trickle effect. So like these East Coast states that are legalizing now saw how well, Illinois, Michigan, Massachusetts did with online sales, and they're adopting. But if you go back and you look at states like Colorado, Washington, Oregon, California, a lot of them, their only online presence is Weed Maps or Leafly. They might not even have a website. And so you're, you're kind of stuck in this in between, uh, you know, some of the larger companies and Embark or whoever in California might have an online presence and be selling online. What is it? I think Airship Supply Company in California probably does the most online sales. But other than that, like there's really this divide and it almost ends up being West Coast versus the rest of the country. <laughs> uh, West Coast is kind of stuck in the past right now. Midwest, I would say, is leading the way, uh, oddly enough. And then East Coast is right behind it, at least in my experience. And that's very anecdotal. Jeremy, my question following up is, these cannabis companies are leveraging iframe, which Google does not like. Wouldn't it be advantageous for them to build their website and to build their tools not using iframe? Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, and I think at the beginning it was a convenience thing. It was like, hey, this is the easiest way to do this is just to kind of use an iframe to display this content. Um, but now, you know, we're we're beyond it being a convenience thing. Uh, it should be an efficiency thing and a revenue driving thing. Um, but er- early on, you had very few people that were doing this. You know, the two big ones being True Leave uh, and Cresco, um, and they were doing it by scratch. You know, they were building out their own. They were they were connecting to the APIs of their POS systems. They were building out their own online platforms. And early on, you really didn't have out of the box. What I call native solutions. So I, I break it down into native, uh, native online content and iframe online content. But you really didn't have anything like that out of the box. There was a company called Timber, which um, recently got purchased by Blaze and is now part of the Blaze e-commerce solution. But they were one of the only ones that were doing it. Um, there was also a company called Ola that went out of business uh, back in April this year. But they were very West Coast based. Timber was very Oregon, a little bit of Northern Cali. And Olo is very Washington, very limited 
reach overall. It really wasn't until about 2021 that more native solutions that were out of the box and user-friendly started to come online. So when you're having conversations with clients in the space while working for Dispense, what is their current situation and what are they leaning on you in order to help them do? It depends so much regionally, right? Like a really good example right now would be like Maryland. Maryland's an interesting one because they had this medical program. And I would say a lot of Maryland was on a Weed Maps or a Leafly platform because they're, you know, in the medical, you, you don't have quite as much opportunity. Your sales are lower. Maybe you're looking to save costs. So a website really wasn't priority for them. And so now as they transition into recreational and they see this opportunity to open up to new people, not only within the state of Maryland, but maybe on the, on bordering towns, they're like, all right, we got to step our website game up. How do we do it? And there's a lot more awareness today here in, in the middle of 2023 than there was at the beginning of 2020 when it comes to product related searches. You know, it's interesting because people don't necessarily understand all the technical stuff that we covered earlier, but they do understand, hey, when somebody Googles the hottest brand in my state, I want to be the dispensary that shows up. And so that's how a lot of the conversations start is like, hey, we heard that you can help us show up for product related searches. What do we got to do to make this happen? Dream smoking session, three people dead or alive. Oh man, uh, this was not in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um, man, um, this is a hard one, man. I would probably have to go with musicians. Um, I, Mac Miller comes to mind. Um, Boz, if anybody knows who he is, he would be a great person to just like chill and get high with. I don't know if I I don't know if I can come up with a third one, but it would if if I could, it would probably just be musicians. And I've like had a another part of my career at one point was building stages for music festivals. So I've got to I've got to smoke weed with people from all over the industry. Uh, smoking weed weed with metal bands is probably the most interesting people to smoke weed with because they're just like they live a different life than everybody else. But yeah, I, if musicians in general. What is one factor statistic about operating marketing in the cannabis industry that would surprise or shock others? Traffic to Leafly and Weed Maps peaked in June of 2021. Since then, traffic to organic traffic, organic search traffic specifically. I'm not talking direct traffic. I'm not talking mobile app traffic. Organic is through Google? Through Google, yep. It, It peaked in June of 2021. Since then, Leafly is down 60% in organic traffic. And Weed Maps is down 70%. When you say down 60%, is it closer to what the av- the moving average is? Or is it down 60% like lower than what the average was? From its peak in From June. Its peak. Right. But yep. what would be the, the current status of it, right? I, obviously, COVID was a big, big spike. But do you think it's retained higher than what it was trending towards? Or do you think it, it re- rebounded lower? It's... It looks, I'm looking at the graph right now. It looks like right now it's actually a little bit lower. I would say it's probably back to like, I would say it's probably close to even with, with post COVID or pre COVID levels. Um, but in general, it's trending down. And I think that's because that traffic is going to retail websites now. Oh, that's a good sign for the industry. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Where we do predictions, we ask all of our guests, if you could sum up your experience in a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass on to the next generation, what would it be? I'll try to end it on a positive note. Like, uh, I mean, keep fighting. Like, I mean, I, I was, I mean, I, fifth grade, I wrote 
a paper in, in D.A.R.E. class on, you know, why not all drugs should be illegal and how abstinence is not the answer. And I, I got to, I, I did not think that I, anybody at the D.A.R.E. program would care about that. But I got to read that in front of my whole class. Like that one got picked as like, hey, this is actually good. Um, I mean, I, I wrote from fifth grade all the way through college. I wrote so many papers on why cannabis should be legal, why the war on drugs in general, not just cannabis, was a detrimental thing to our society. And I gave up for a little while, to be honest. Like After college, I stopped talking about it. I went into the real world. I, I started working in technology because that's how I could get paid. And I stopped talking about it for a long time until the opportunity came up to do this in Michigan. So don't give up. Sometimes it might be hard. You might have to pivot, but like keep fighting for what you feel is right. All right, prediction time. Right. Jeremy, money is at a premium. Limitations are everywhere. How do cannabis companies improve their current marketing efforts today to set themselves up for future success? Yeah, if, if you're a retailer, I think number one is owning your online presence. Um, you know, we, we have this saying where like, you can either own your online presence or you can rent it from other people, you know? So renting it would be like paying a marketplace to be the number one spot where you're paying tens of thousands of dollars a month, or you could invest into SEO or something like that. That's compounding. You know, you invest, you invest once for a three month period and that's going to pay off forever. The other thing I think is just like overall efficiencies. You know, I think the average SKU count for a cannabis retailer right now is something crazy like 1500 SKUs. You don't need to carry that many products. Figure out what sells best, what your customers want, and narrow that down. Focus on being efficient, and the rest hopefully will fall into place there. So Jeremy, for our listeners, they want to get in touch. They want to learn more about some of your writings, and they want to contact you for Dispense. Where can they find you? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn all day long. If you type in Jeremy Dispense, you'll find me. You can find me at jeremy at dispenseapp.com if you want to email me. That's pretty much it. I'm on, I'm on email and I'm on LinkedIn. We'll link it all to the show notes. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, thank you guys. Fun conversation. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast over the last few years, can you please take three minutes or less and leave us a quick review on Apple or Spotify? All reviews make a massive difference for us and help other people like you find this podcast. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a -a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has can of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects network. Network.